0: you're listening to the actor aesthetic podcast episode 157 what is summer stock and what happens when you don't book it let's find out let's get started What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Berra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can follow me for more tips on the actor lifestyle at Actor Aesthetic or my personal profile at Maggie Bera. All links are in the show notes. Now, please, let's get on to the show. You already know it's been a hot minute. If you have been listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast for some time, I appreciate y'all for your patience with me as I go through this transition. Just so y'all are aware, and yes, I've said y'all like 75 times already, I did go to school in Texas. I am not from Texas. Should I say y'all this much? No. But do I Yes. Anyway, I just recently finished up swinging The Baker's Wife off Broadway at Theater Row with J2 Spotlight Productions. It was so fantastic. We had an incredible cast and creative team, including, no joke, Stephen Schwartz, who wrote the show. And also, of course, you know, he is the composer and lyricist for several massive musical theater productions, including Wicked and Godspell and Children of Eden and Pippin major, major productions. So it was a dream to get to work with him and also to, uh, just be a part of such an incredible show. So I just finished that up. I also just moved my sister and I just closed on our place in Hoboken at the end of February. So lots of fun and exciting things, but I'll be sure to share more of that on my Instagram at actor Aesthetic. You can also follow along at Maggie Bera. I've been sharing more recently there. And yeah, so let's get into it. So today I wanna to talk about summer stock. And if you have never heard of this phrase, welcome, 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 because summer stock is very, very important For performers who want to get some experience before they get out of school or if they want to get some more experience before they pursue this maybe professionally in a bigger city like New York City. So what is summer stock? It's literally what it sounds like. It's summer theater. It's theater that is staged over the summer. You typically can audition for it as early as January, February, March, sometimes even earlier. But now is the time where folks have been auditioning for summer stock. The most popular and highly renowned summer stock theater I can think of off the top of my head right now is the Muni, and that is located in St. Louis, Missouri. And folks from all over the country, all over the world, audition for that. If you are an avid TikTok follower and you are on the theater TikTok side of things, you will know and you probably have seen people release their audition videos, their self-tapes, their videos of them performing the choreography to the Muni dance call for their summer stock productions, and that one specifically, I believe, was for Legally Blonde. So if you were on TikTok in the last few months, and you are a theater kid, then you know... You are so sick and tired of that dang Legally Blonde remix song, but you're welcome because I think it's fabulous, and I love seeing people's work. I love getting to see a little bit of the inside scoop into how people are actually filming their self-tapes, and if you don't even know what a self-tape is, please, please, please go check out some of the episodes of the Actors Aesthetic podcast. I've done quite a few on self-tapes just because I think they are so important, to understand, and to get good at, and to get efficient with. Nowadays, people left and right are asking for self-tapes. So go check out those episodes. They're the past few episodes that I've recorded. But anyway, let's get back to summer stock. There are a couple of different ways that you can audition for Summerstock. And if you're listening right now and you're nervous thinking, well, I don't live in New York City or near LA or Chicago or somewhere where... These auditions might be happening. Well, don't fret because what has happened in the past few years is that, uh, like I said earlier, so many places are asking for self tapes now that it's okay to live wherever and just submit a self tape. Now, I need you to be aware that some of these places, if you do get a callback, if they enjoy your material, maybe you're right for one of the shows in their season or several shows. They might request you to come in person to a callback in a big city or at their local theater, so be aware of that. However, it's very, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it is much easier than in the past to audition for SummerStock online. Some of the websites you can visit to find more information about SummerStock auditions and just professional auditions in general are Actors Access... Broadway World, Playbill, and Backstage. Those are my top four, I would say. And if you are a member of Actors' Equity, you can sign into their portal and you can also view auditions for upcoming seasons and also, of course, Broadway shows and national tours and regional theaters on their portal. Now, for Actors Access, you'll have to make an account, and you'll also have to go through their process in order to submit directly to auditions. That one doesn't have breakdowns of shows. That one doesn't have really, like, here's the here's the show, here's what you need to submit, submit it to this site. Like, Actors Access basically acts as the buffer between you and a casting director or you and the creative team of a specific production or season. So as long as a theater or a casting director releases the information for a specific show on Actors Access or they release what's known as a breakdown of a specific show or role maybe they're looking for on Actors Access, you can submit directly through that site. And again, this doesn't just go for summer stock. Actors Access is great and highly successful for people uh, who are looking to submit their materials online, like their headshot, their resume, their videos, their reels, their clips of them singing and dancing and acting, all of the things, that is very easily readily available to you on Actors Access. The other sites like Playbill and Broadway World and even Actors Equity, they will release the breakdown of the show and roles that they're looking for. So they'll tell you who the creative team is for the show or the season what roles they might be casting for and what they are specifically looking for for each role. They'll also release what they're looking for in terms of an audition tape if they do want you to send it in. So they'll tell you, okay, we would like to see you sing 32 bars of a musical theater song, or maybe they'll ask you to submit your reel, which is a video sequence of a bunch of different shows that you might have been in or songs that you've sung. Just you doing you, like you doing what you do best, all put together in one video compilation. All of that information, the directions, the creative team, the dates of the show, what they're looking for, that'll all be released in one breakdown for a specific show or season of shows on sites like Playbill and Broadway world and sometimes backstage and also on the Actors' Equity website. Remember, you can view these from anywhere in the world. You can literally live anywhere in the world and you can view these depending on the site that you're looking at. Some of those sites do require subscriptions. Some of them are free. Some of them without a subscription, you can see as much as you possibly can see but then you can't submit unless you pay money or unless you have a subscription. But if you would like to learn more about the different actor job boards that are out there for professional performers, you can go to, and I can't believe I'm saying this, episode 42. Wow. It has been a long time coming, hasn't it? Of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. And I will link that for you in the show notes. Another way that you can audition for summer stock is through something called audition conferences. And these are tricky. Because of the pandemic now before 2020 these audition conferences were pretty much the place to go if you wanted to book a summer stock production, but now with different variants of the coronavirus and people just wanting to be super super careful in the theater industry. Many of these audition conferences are online now, and I don't foresee them being online in the future or at least in the next year or so. But just to give you an idea of what they are and also to get you in the zone of what they require, let's talk about it. Uh, Some of the audition conferences that I know of at this moment in time are the A1 conference that usually happens in New York City, Straw Hats that happen in New York City, the Updoes or the Unified Professional Theater auditions that happen in Tennessee, the Midwest Theater auditions that happen at Webster in St. Louis, the New England Theater Conference, which is otherwise known as NETC or NETC which you guessed it, happen in the Northeast. And then lastly, the Southeastern Theater Conference, or otherwise known as the SETCs, and those, of course, happen in the Southeast. I'm giving you more information about these specific auditions in the show notes because I'm giving you all of the goodies in the show notes, so be sure to check the links there so that you can read more about these six audition conferences. So what happens... If you submit to these theaters, maybe you get callbacks. Maybe you think you booked the job. You get really close. Maybe not so much. Maybe you didn't necessarily get to them in time. Whatever the case, what happens if you don't book summer stock? Do you absolutely need to to be successful in the theater industry? No. You all know that. However, what I'm seeing return to the forefront of social media is the comparison game. And when I thought the comparison game and competition was at its height amongst the theater industry before the pandemic, boy, was I wrong because after the pandemic, now that we've all been glued to our phones and social media for so long to get this sense of familiarity, the sense of community back, which is totally great. um, What I've also seen is a lack of understanding When it comes to booking work in the theater industry, I have to remind myself this pretty much every day, even when I do have a job, and it's that a job, having a job, booking a show, booking a theater, booking a summer stock production, booking a commercial, whatever it is, does not define your success and actually it doesn't even define your happiness. But what I wanna address right now is if you are someone who is seeing maybe a classmate or a fellow colleague talk about the show that they booked, the summer stock season that they booked, and maybe you even auditioned for it yourself, and you're frustrated that you didn't get that same opportunity. Let me tell you, yes, it's very, very frustrating. I went to college. I went to college for musical theater. There were some seasons, there were some summers that I did have work, and then there were some that I did not. And for what I knew back then, for the amount of knowledge that I for let me let me just say this for the amount of limited knowledge that i had on summer stocks and summer stock auditions i still put myself out there pretty regularly and i did go to as many auditions as i could i tried to submit online videos before that was even like super popular i tried to road trip to as many places as possible and though sometimes i was successful there were summers that i wasn't So for those of you who are in college and you find yourself not booking a show over the summer, let me say this. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to be frustrated, to be angry, to be upset. And then guess what? We move on. You might hate me for saying this, but it's really not that big of a deal. And if instead you use this time to your advantage, you might find out something about yourself or about the theater industry or about Something that you would not have or might not have if you were performing this summer. What I did when I came close, but I didn't book a show, was I reached out to the head of my musical theater program at Texas State, and I asked her for advice. And something she suggested to me was look into interning. So I scoured the internet, and at first I thought, maybe it might behoove me to intern at an agency or a manager's office. Since I am from New Jersey and I was fairly close to the city, when I came home in between my summers at Texas State, I was super close to the city, and so I tried to take advantage of that. And I started looking into... Internships, assistant opportunities, anything I could to get myself in the door at an agency or a manager's office. What happened one day was I was on Facebook, maybe. I don't remember all of the details, but long story short, I ended up reaching out to a casting director in New York City because I had seen that he posted a notice online asking for folks who'd be interested in helping him out at an audition. This wasn't like I was going to be casting a show or anything like that. So the opportunity was to basically work an open call. Now at open calls in New York City, at least prior to the pandemic, lots of folks showed up to them and they could get quite busy. I believe this was for a non-equity open call, so there were even more folks there than anticipated. And Michael, the casting director I was working with, needed help, so he asked a few people to join him, and I was one of them, and I stayed the entire day. I helped him the entire day. Mind you, I wasn't working a summer job or anything like that, so I did have some time, and I figured, why not? I was running around like a crazy person that day. I made sure that everyone was on time. I made sure to check in people and to make sure that they were registered, make sure that their headshots and resumes were collected, make sure that they were being presented in the right way to the creative teams that they were getting in front of. It was a lot of work, but I also had the opportunity to sit in a little bit on the auditions themselves. And whoa, did I learn so much just from that, which we'll get into in a moment. That day turned into what became a casting internship with Michael Cassera Casting in New York City. I was available, I lived nearby, and I showed that I was willing to help in any way possible. I was also super interested in the behind-the-scenes action that took place with casting directors in the room where it happens. So I knew that this was an opportunity I could not pass up. I worked with him that whole summer. I worked with him again. I don't know if it was the following summer or the summer after that. And I assisted here and there on my off times when I came back to New York. And let me tell you, let me just tell you, I learned so much about myself and about the theater industry. And I think the biggest lesson that I took away from that experience was that Everyone is good. Every single person that pursues musical theater professionally is good. And there is way more to the story, to the puzzle of casting than you think. So in actuality, nothing is personal in this business, or at least very, very little of it. It's all subjective. But here's how you can put your best foot forward when it comes to approaching auditions. And it's in the preparation. And I didn't realize how important this was until I sat behind the table and watched hundreds of auditions. It's in the preparation and in the confidence of what you're doing. A lot of that confidence comes from preparation, from doing the work. And what I mean by preparation is... The memorization, the work on your song, the work on your monologue, the work on the dialogue that you might have been given for the particular audition, it's in that work that puts you so much further ahead from the next person that walks into the room. So if you do your research on the material and the casting director and the creative team, and you come in knowledgeable about the work that you have to present, the piece that you have to perform in front of the creative team, then you are way ahead of the game. And that is huge because remember, everyone's great. Everyone's really, really good. So really, and I say this a lot on this podcast, but all you can control is your preparation and your work ethic and your attitude. Directors want to work with good people. They want to work with people who are eager to succeed and to be a part of something bigger. They want to work with people who are flexible. And I don't just mean like flexible, like flexible dancer. I mean like flexible in their choices, flexible in their skill sets. They want to work with people who want to do a good job. And by showing up into the audition, already having done the work, that shows more than you could know. I could talk about that for days, but just know that that was my personal experience when I did not myself book a show over the summer. Some of my friends, some of my colleagues, some people that I really respect and admire who are now incredibly successful in the theater industry have done a variety of things. They go home and they work a side job, they work a part-time job, maybe they seek out a full-time job to save up money and become financially independent so that when they do move to a city like New York or something that is terribly expensive, they have a cushion. Some people load up on classes. They get their butts back into class and make sure that they are ready and trained and prepared for anything physically, mentally, emotionally, all of the above in singing, dancing, and acting, and more. Some folks just take a break. They just take a break and they pursue something else that makes them happy. Sometimes you never even know what that could lead into. If you are looking for opportunities outside of this, I would suggest going on Google, searching up some remote positions that you might be interested in uh, to gain some more experience in fields outside of theater. You could also... If you're interested in internships, you could Google casting director internships, agent internships, manager internships. Now, this will depend on your location. Some of them will let you do this remotely, especially after the pandemic, but many of them will require you to be in the city that they're located in. So if you're near a big city, I would look into that. You can also go back and maybe ask to assistant direct or assistant choreograph or musically direct a show at your local community theater or your school that you went to and give back to the community in that way while also building a skill set in something new. The opportunities are endless and just because you might not have booked a summer stock production, especially if you're in college, does not mean you're not successful. You can still use this time to your advantage. Oh my gosh. And I forgot another thing you can do if you're in, if you're currently training or if you're currently pursuing a degree is you can continue to take classes. So why not take summer classes? I think my freshman year, I took some history classes to get that out of the way so that I could focus on my BFA classes, all of my musical theater classes, all of the stuff that I really was inspired to do during the year. I could focus on that and the shows that I was doing in college so that over the summer I was taking those gen ed courses to get them out of the way. That's something else you can do. And you can do that remotely. You can do that online. You can do it through a community college near you or through the school that you're going to. Now, if you're out of school, if you're someone who might be older, maybe you didn't go to school and you're just pursuing this professionally and you whatever, for whatever reason, did not book a summer show, much of what I said still applies. Internships are a little bit harder to find if you're not currently getting college credit. But if you are in a city and when things start to die down in the summer in terms of auditions, you can always ask to be a reader, which helps casting directors and creative teams tremendously because you are offering your services to, in turn, watch a bunch of auditions while also reading dialogue or providing whatever a a team may need in the audition. So typically, you know, an actor will get some dialogue if they're called in for an audition or a callback, whatever, and it's helpful to have a reader there so that they can read the opposite lines of the actor. And so if you ask a creative team or a casting director who's having auditions or callbacks or whatever, if you put yourself out there and say, hey, I would love to be a reader, sometimes that is taken really well. And sometimes people, will love you for that and absolutely take you up on that offer. And just like it was for me when I interned at a casting office, you can watch auditions for free and learn so much. So, so, so much. Of course, you can also use this time to revamp your audition book, your song book, your rep book. You can revamp your audition material in terms of monologues. You can work on scenes that you've always wanted to work on, or maybe you can start working on the audition material for your dream roles because you never know when you might get that audition last minute to get in front of a dream creative team for your dream role. Remember, just because you didn't book something doesn't mean you can't use this time to your advantage. So I encourage you to do so. If you found this episode helpful, please be sure to leave a review, a rating. It helps me so much. And also, if you found it helpful, go ahead and screenshot it, tag at actor aesthetic at Maggie Berra, whatever you fancy, and share it to your Instagram story so that I can see who is following along with me there. Of course, if you have any questions, comments, the like, you can hit me up at actor aesthetic on Instagram, or you can shoot me an email at Maggie. At actor aesthetic.com My friends it takes a village I'll see you next week